Hello and welcome to The Bum Diary. I'm Trent. And I'm Janelle. And we are coming to you live from The Farm in Michigan. The Farm. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. We've been out for a hot minute. Like a two-week vacation. I think a lot of people do it during the 4th of July. Yeah, for sure. And we definitely are those people. We have been super duper duper busy. So It's kind of weird getting back behind the podcast. I know. Because we are way too busy for this right now. Really, though. But it's so... Okay, weather report. So damn hot outside. Oh, my God. It is like 90 degrees and just radiating heat in the garden and that's why we decided to do the podcast because we wanted to send some air conditioning yep we had a second we said let's just go sit in the air conditioning this is the first time doing a mid-afternoon podcast but it's too hot to work outside right now right so here we are live in the studio we're back and we're happy that we're back because uh we said we were going to try making it to 50 and we are at what like 15 or 16 yeah we have never done anything we've said we're gonna do all the way through really though i feel feel like we're really killing it we're forcing it we're forcing this podcast out still (laughs) but it's working it is working but um let's give them a week or okay i guess we can't really do a weekly recap we'll do a two-week recap we haven't been gone that long i mean we've been gone but not that long no no, the last time you guys heard from us, we were about to head up north for a wedding on Mackinac Island in Michigan. Because like our other social media, like especially like Instagram now, because like that's where we were doing a lot on Instagram. But like we're now disappeared for like three months. Yeah. I don't think we post on Instagram like in three months. We haven't posted on Facebook on like a year. No. So we're known for these long hiatuses. We really are. We like to keep it mysterious. Yeah, that's what you call it. <laughs> that's what we like to say. We like to be mysterious. But, but the good news is, this is only two-week hiatus for the podcast, which is, uh, for us, I think that's like a... That's pretty good. That's as legit as an operation as you can find. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, the past couple of weeks, we've been super busy. and uh, The last time we had a podcast, we said we were going to bring a podcast from Mackinac. Did that happen, Janelle? No. Did we bring the equipment? no yeah we just went up to the we just went up there up north so for people that don't know what Mackinac Island is what what is that so Mackinac Island if you guys didn't listen to our last podcast is a small little island about eight miles around in the middle of Lake Huron um, which is one of the Great Lakes here in the Mitten State Uh, beautiful island super old-fashioned so everything is horse and buggy drawn and there are no motorized vehicles anywhere on the island except for, I think, like one ambulance for emergencies. But other than that, it's awesome. It's, it's a beautiful. gimmick. It is a tourist gimmick hotspot. <laughs> it is, but it's so pretty. And it's it's worth seeing if you've never been there. Yeah, it's filled with so much history. You can only get there by a ferry. Um, it's a, it's an interesting place to get. I mean, it's a great place to get married. Like, it's probably like a dream destination. Like, it's got to be like top 20 in the country to get oh. married on Mackinac. Absolutely. And the weather was beautiful. They got so lucky. Really, though? They got so lucky. Well, because it's been so rainy and cold, and I think their wedding day actually called for rain, and then it didn't rain the entire weekend, so. Oh, it was just, it was, they got, I can't, I don't know how to say it. I wish we could get that lucky with figuring out weather for our wedding. Right? Right? To make life way easier. Make life way easier, but let's be honest, we don't have that good of luck. Um, But it was a fun wedding. It was a fun wedding. It was a fun wedding. It was beautiful. Congratulations to the newlyweds. They were the most least stressed groom and bride ever. Ever. They were like, they were straight chilling and happy to be getting married. No, you guys don't understand. Like, they had zero stress on their wedding day. Like, zero. 
Yeah, I thought it was BS too because we were drinking beer like the whole time, and I said, "Well, when when, when does it get when does it get like nervous and stuff?" And it was it was just like uh, it was just a uh, yeah, it was just a smooth operation. Smooth operator. So me and Janelle tried to save money by sleeping in the van in the parking lot on the other side off the island. Looking back, probably for an extra 200 bucks, we probably should have just stayed out on the island. Probably, just to save us the whole ferry trip back and forth and whatever. But at least we got to sleep on the water, which was nice. Oh, yeah. I'm not complaining. I mean, we did it right. We saved 200 bucks. For sure. Yeah, it was nice. It was very nice. So, and And then then right after the wedding, like right after the wedding, like we have now neglected the farm for a week. We were starting to get stressed out. Everything is going crazy. And then right after the wedding, what happened? We jumped right into full farming and Nuh-uh. doing... What? We didn't jump into farming when we got back from the island. We did the veggie boxes. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we launched did. our first veggie boxes. Well, we had like... Not even that, but Trent also was building a cooler. Well, we'll get to that later. That's going to okay. come later in the podcast. Okay. But then, okay, the next weekend was Trent's birthday slash 4th of July... And my little brother came up from Ohio. And, yes. It and was, like, right after the wedding. So, it was, like, wedding, and then tried to sell some veggie boxes, and then straight into birthday week with my little brother in town. Where we raged every night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not kidding. It was just, like, back-to-back insanity. Like, no rest. No rest for the wicked. We were out every night till super late and for two weekends in a row. So I like I'm still recovering. I've had like three days of like good sleep and I still am like, all right, I'm almost caught up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know that was the most important thing was to kind of like decompress and catch up after both those weekends and kind of like reground ourselves and figure out what we need to get done for this week. Because again, we just have to like catch up on the farm and there's so much that needs to be done, but yeah, we will again. That that's all coming up in the back half of the podcast. We're going to talk about some uh, interesting things. Um, yeah, we're going to kind of talk about like life in this day and age, and um, the new age quote unquote struggles that we face as humans, and are they really worth stressing out about, or and we are necessary. Uh, yeah, and we, and we kind of live a uh, untraditional life, so we're just going to kind of give a little insight into us. Because I read an article online that really trashed. I don't know. Did I show it to you about the lady who lived in a van? I don't think so. No. It was like in Forbes magazine. Hmm. It was like a huge, it was all over the internet. This lady. uh, Do you want to tell the story now or do you want to wait? Yeah, I guess I'll wait. I mean, it's really not a story. I don't know where I was going with it. Kind of lost track. But like pretty much the lady was like really trashing the bum lifestyle. Like it was a hit piece from Forbes. Hmm. It it was like Business Insider magazine, MSNBC. It was a big piece and they were just kind of like... 41-year-old lady lives out of a van, travels the country, and uh, let me. And they were like, we're going to bust the myths. And then it was just this lady saying how horrible it was, how campgrounds are like $50 a night, and it's cheaper to get a hotel room, and it's just so hard in a van, and it's not cut up to be, and blah, 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 and it's just not like it is in social media, which is true. But then she just completely just like wrecked, like, and it's just like, listen, lady, you just can't quit Wall Street, jump in a van, and go. You know what I mean? <laughs> takes a certain kind of person to yeah, do the things that yeah do. so don't be scaring everybody who reads that out there and then it's harping so yeah, yeah. it's uh it's not easy it's not easy trying to live a life uh uh not on wall street you know this is what the lady was advocating was for 
working on Wall Street. And she's like, I should have just stayed and blah, 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 and de-stressed in the city at a local park. Hmm. And she, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Well, hey, now so, that gives us something to talk about. And we're going to give you guys our insight into what we feel about that. And, yeah, so stay tuned for that. So let's get into but it. Let's get into it. The highs. 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 <laughs> Can you go higher than that? No. Come on, try. No, I'll Please. go lower. And the Please. lows. Okay, fine. You do the lows. I'll do the highs. So the highs of the week. And the Trend. lows of the week. And the no, you got that's your low. I was lower than your high. I think I can go lower than your low. I give it to him. Low. Low. See, you can go lower than that. Do it. All right. Do, do you want to start it. with your highs <laughs> do or do you want to start with your lows? Oh, come on. All right, fine. Um you know what? My lows really aren't that low, so I feel like I can start with the highs. Or maybe I'll start with the lows, just to get them out of the way. I feel like it's good to end on a good note. So let's start with lows, if that was confusing. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? No, jump into it. You're excited. Kay. All right. Lows of the week. My ultimate low are actu- is actually, uh, it's pretty minor. Um, the weather, obviously, is kind of putting a damper on working outside, but that that's not really like a terrible low. Um, but then we are officially to the weeds conquer plant stage. And what that means is there's a point every summer where all of a sudden the weeds just take over the garden. And you think you're doing good. And you think you're doing good. You, you think, think you're, you're on doing top real of it. good. You're like, oh man, these weeds look good. Oh yeah. And, and then you, it's just crazy. And then all of a sudden it's just like you sleep and wake up the next morning and it's like they get eight times bigger and they just start like taking over the plants. Like I kid you not. So I weeded all the pepper plants and within two days there was already weeds like taking over. And I was, (laughs) so, um, that's probably the low is just maintaining that and trying to just keep up on weeding because Yeah, that's what my low is too. We knew we've had these two weeks circled on our calendar, the wedding and the 4th of July week. And we knew it was going to be hard to recover from that, but the mother nature has not helped out because now it has not rained in 10 days. It's not supposed to rain in another 10 days. I mean, we are, it doesn't look like it. If you ask people, look around, but it's going to be a brutal, brutal next couple of weeks for farmers. Also, can I just point out coming back to the weeds real quick? (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand how vigorous these little things are. Trent told me that there was a weed growing on the tractor. Oh yeah. The tractor. Yep, it found a little patch of dirt and just weeded out. And now you can't even pull it out. It's like gotten into the metal. Okay, well that's that's all I need to say. Mic drop. Uh, point proven. Weeds it's are like annoying. it's like my dad said. If you planted a tomato plant there, it would never grow. But a weed has no problem saying this is where I'm going to grow. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. nothing you can do about it except uh, I don't know. We're yes. at a very we're at a big crossroads this year right now. Yes, we are. Especially between watering and weeding. Yes. So that's definitely the low right now. That is the low right now. But now let's be a little more optimistic. Trent, what's your high? The cooler. Yes. I built a walk-in cooler. I don't know if anyone's ever been in a restaurant. But I built a, uh, on the farm, I built a mobile one. It is, uh, yeah, keeps it at 40 degrees. It's a walk-in cooler on wheels. I can drive it around. Well, explain to them, like, what this cooler is and how it started. It's a walk-in. All the the work that went into it. It's a walk-in cooler. So if you've ever been in a restaurant or a bar and you've been a worker there, there's a ginormous cooler with a big metal door and you open it and you walk in and it's like walking into, like, a, I would say it's like, 20 30 times bigger than your average refrigerator it's like a walk-in refrigerator right so what did you use to make this mobile walk-in cooler what is it made out of 
Well, we went redneck. <laughs> Tell them. We uh we bought an old camper for three hundred bucks, an old like camper, a one axle camper. It was only like ten feet by six feet tall, small little camper. And then we ripped everything out. It was disgusting. And then we built in a frame of plywood. We put in some insulation foam boards, installed a AC unit, paid $400 for this little part that you get screwed on because you need it. And it makes your little cooler, um, makes our cooler cold. I still got to finish the door, but I'm very proud of that. It's, I wanted to burn that thing down. It looks amazing. I remember when we used to do the, wait, if you're a long time listener of the podcast, there was a time where I was making a chicken coop and I almost like shot it with a shotgun, ran it over with the truck and then burned it down. <laughs> Definitely went through that with a camper. Yes. The camper cooler. cooler. Camper cooler. Camper cooler. The cool camp. The cool camper. Camp cool. Yeah. I have no idea. That's my high. I like it. All right, let's move on. I like it. Lesson of the week. Whoa. What about my high? You're just going to cut me off? I thought You're you said you didn't have no highs. Thunder? I thought you said you had no highs this no, I said week. I have highs. I said not guys, highs. It just sounded like I said guys. I have highs. Highs. I already right. make the people happy. Everyone loves you more than me. Oh, relax. That's they want to hear why Janelle is so happy. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I wrote down the cooler is it's pretty much done. So that's like that was your high too. That was one, yeah. That was one of my highs. I always have multiple. Oh yeah, Janelle. I feel like you always have to have multiple highs because you can't just have one. Um, so there's that, and then selling veggie boxes was actually another really big high, and it was only to like a very small amount of people, but it's something, and that was something that we strived for at the very beginning of the season was to sell at least some of our veggies. So in my eyes, that's progress. So last year we sold zero dollars of veggie boxes. Yes. This year. We sold like 10 veggie boxes. Yeah. Already. So I feel like that's an accomplishment nice. and I feel like that is progression. And so that's my high. That's another one of my highs. Yeah. Even though it was part of the low with the veggie boxes because they were so stressful, we kind of just wanted to see what it would take and what we needed. And we realized right when we started doing the veggie boxes that we needed a veggie cooler. Yes. So that's how we got the cooler made. And the cooler is awesome. And so. It, it actually, can I be honest with you? It looks way better than I ever thought it was going to look. You were doubting me? No, I wasn't doubting you, but I just feel like my expectations, like I guess I don't really have expectations. But you know but how if I usually I did have you know how I usually build things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to say it, but You can say it. But no, like you definitely exceeded what I thought it was going to look like and how it was going to work. But it gets cold in there. It feels good. Yeah, I couldn't believe... Like, there was, like, a point where I'm, like, I'm already in this too deep. Just keep going. And I really <laughs> wanted to cut some corners because that's what I'm known for. I'm known for starting something and then just saying, all right, time to just cut some corners. It'll work good enough. <laughs> but you didn't end. I didn't this time. It's awesome. We'll I don't know how I pictures. feel about it yet. We got to show people what it looks like. Because I'm sure people are like, okay, camper, cooler. Like, how do you even do that? Yeah, we got to get back in the game. Yeah. Back in the game. Back in the Instagram. Back in the game. Back on the Facebook grind. Mm-hmm. We get on the grind all right relax it <laughs> all right team um okay this is like the most dreaded segment because this is almost the hardest thing to ever do and it is what if you're a long time listener we used to have a segment called the gsd get shit done list fan favorite are we going to that no you killed it 
Remember how you killed the GSD? Yeah. And now... I squashed that bug real quick. You squashed that bug. And now there's one other segment Janelle really hates, which is called Lesson of the Week. And I told Janelle she could kill one of them. Okay. So she killed the GSD, which means she's going to keep bitching about the Lesson of the Week. But she picked it and that she's got to keep going with it. Well, it's like I like the Lesson of the Week because it helps me to reflect on the week. But then again, it's also like... What did I learn this week? Oh, mm-hmm. it's the same shit every week. Whenever we get together to write our notes for this podcast, she's sitting on one side of the room, I'm sitting on the other side. She's always yelling. I don't know my lesson. <laughs> I just don't know my lesson. This is stupid. Do we got to do the lesson? <laughs> oh, yeah. We does. We does. All righty. Okay. You're up first. I'm up first. Yeah. Lesson <gasps> of the week. You love okay, it. Let's fine. just get it over with. People want to hear it. Fine. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just thought of another lesson. See, I feel like when I'm in the heat of the moment, I'm like, I got another really good one. All right. Just start winging it. See what happens. Okay. Well, Alrighty. first of all. What is Janelle's lesson of the week? My lesson of the week goes out to every person in the world and who, who you know, is hardworking and does every, you know, like is always busy and doing things on the weekends and whatever. My lesson of the week is to remember that how important it is to allow yourself to like relax and to like take time to just kind of decompress and not think because personally, so the month of, I almost said August. This isn't August. It will be quick. It will be very quickly. I know. But the month of June was just so crazy busy for me. Like I literally had something going every single weekend on top of being at the farm, like during the week other than one weekend and by the end of the month or by like this lat this past weekend like the fourth of july and family coming up and stuff i just needed time to just like decompress and be alone and to allow myself to just like take a breather because i was gonna have a mental breakdown and i like (laughs) felt it coming (laughs) and so i literally looked at trent and i go i go trent i just need to like go to my mom's house and like my mom lives on a lake so i just went and just like floated and just just like was alone and it was very very i did not argue i could see it she has been so busy it has been a pounder of the last two months and janelle's like i'm going to the lake and sit on a boat do you want to come and obviously i'm like i'm good i don't want to go sit at a lake and like before i could even finish the sentence she was already like the car was already on the driveway (laughs) yeah but i i just feel like it's important for people to to remind themselves to just kind of like when they're feeling that when they're feeling that amount of like stress or just overwhelmingness then it is okay to like take time for yourself and just kind of to decompress and and yeah relax. but you did it right i would recommend a pina colada on a beach yeah that's yeah that's probably the number one way or or a pina colada on your back porch doesn't matter where it is just take time go just like even if you just shut yourself in your bedroom for a while and just like don't talk to anybody and shut your phone off like you people need to do that whoever it is like i know a lot of people work hard and it doesn't even mean that you're like on a farm like weeding every day in the hot sun no it doesn't matter like i just yeah and it's okay to do like i knew janelle needed to get away yeah you know like after like the after the last two months and how busy we've been like i just knew janelle needed to be like you know what my mom's gone memory foam bed walk around be with my sister and just look at the lake i was like that's what you need and i think yeah you know what i mean but I feel like you need that too sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, like when you like to go on the river and just kind of... Just relax. Yeah, just, rela- just relax. <laughs> just just relax. So that's the lesson of the week. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> all right are we moving on <laughs> yeah what's your lesson of the week i already did mine what's no you didn't yes i did no you didn't are you what? sure yes i'm positive what's your lesson of the week trenton i'm just kidding are you ready i'm ready are you ready for trent's lesson of the week i'm ready let's do it ready yes prepare for what you don't know is coming oh god what that sounds like doom <laughs> like prepare for what you don't know is coming so if you don't know what is coming prepare for it how are you supposed to prepare for something that you don't know is i coming? have no idea but that's what i was thinking when i wrote it down oh wow that's, prepare I feel like that's prepare really for deep. the unknown so think think about that if you're listening just sit and think about that just because, because that's what i'm gonna be thinking about I, all day now <laughs> i really wish i knew i needed that cooler like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's always shit that comes up where i'm like i really wish i would have known about you a couple months ago and even though you don't have any idea what's coming you just gotta prepare for it <laughs> <laughs> you know because yeah. it's coming it's coming it's coming so i don't know what that means but i mean it's coming <laughs> and just be prepared that it's coming <laughs> Okay, I like it. You know? Yeah. You should always be prepared. Always. No matter what it is, right? Yeah. Is that the point you're trying to make? I'm just saying it's coming. <laughs> so, be prepared. kind of scared. No, not like I that. Be, I don't know if I should be scared right now. I don't know. No, just it's like, not like that. You just, like, looked at me and was like, be prepared. But <laughs> I just mean, like, the just with every... If it's, if, it's the one, if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah, you know? no. It's like true. the deer... I build a fence. I didn't know. I couldn't prepare that we had super ninja deer that can do backflips and get to the beans. I didn't. I, you know, how was I supposed to? Nobody. I, I'm not going to sit there and say, I need to prepare for ninja deer. Or I need to prepare for a camper cooler. You know what I mean? Like, camper cooler just kind of happens. And then it's like, oh, shit. So, prepare for what you don't know is coming. I like it. I don't know how to do it. But if you do know how to do it, you're going to be very more successful. Very more for success. Is that how you say it? Very more successful, yeah. a lot, a lot more successful. If you can prepare, if you that, can somehow figure out how to prepare for what's coming that you don't know what's coming, and you can figure that secret out, I promise you'll be successful. I That's like. my lesson of the week. Okay. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, you've learned that, or like, it's still like an ongoing. That's l- my like lesson. My lesson is if I could figure out the unknown of the future, I might be, I might make it in life. That's so deep. And if I can't figure it out, well, there's going to be a lot of like... Then we're screwed. Shit pies to the face. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Leading or like talking about that. Now it's time for... My, okay, now I don't hate this segment as much. It's not as bad. The GSD. Get shit done list. The PG version. Watered Boom. down. Not fun anymore. Boom. <laughs> Where are the symbols? I feel like you should do the symbols. Yeah, I'll get right on that. All right. Moving on. GSD. Last week, two weeks ago. Sorry, me all yeah, into the mic. Say, hey, the GSD say. two weeks ago was to get through the next two weeks. It was? Yeah. It was. And did we succeed? Barely, but we did. Janelle needed a leg day. <laughs> and I needed to figure out that I got to prepare for the unknown. So I feel like we got through the last two we weeks. We definitely did. Barely, but I feel like we got through it. We did. So congratulations. Fist bump. Fist bump. No, give me a little claps. <laughs> and uh, scale the one to ten. What do you think we did? I think we did a ten. Ten? Because neither of us like had a freak out. No. And I feel like we still m- managed to get a lot done. You were getting close though. For sure, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but.
but we did it. <laughs> so I think we get a ten out of ten. What yeah. would you say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't T- even ten think, out of ten. I don't even think there's even like any discrepancy. I think it's a solid dime on that. Am I still breathing, drinking a beer right now, doing this podcast? Yes, you then are, we sir. Got, we got through the two weeks. So that's True. a ten. All right. So, okay, so we nailed this week, but what's next week? GSD for next week. We're gonna go. Uh, we're we're gonna be golfing here. And we're going to do what we call, uh, what you should do, is lay up, play it smart, and we're going to go with the traditional GSD of weeding and watering. Yeah. We need to recover for the last two weeks of, like, shit shows. <laughs> By doing a lot of weeding and watering. And we're laughing, but this is this is very, very, very serious because we're at, like, a serious crossroads with the farm. No, we really are. This is this, this is time. No, this is no joking matter. Well, I don't think people realize, like, okay, we've talked about how crucial it is that, like, in the past, but honestly, up until this point, the weeds have been pretty okay and pretty manageable, and, like, the plants have still been in the, gr- like, the process of growing, but at now, there hasn't been rain, the weeds are, like, being so overgrown, they're taking over the garden, and all the all the plants are starting to produce, which is great, but at the same time we still need to like make sure we're taking care of our crops by watering them and by eliminating the weeds i think the biggest thing is we set out to prove that the world still needs a place and a spot for the small farmer and that two people without chemicals and without grants from the government and without free people coming out and volunteers on the weekend trying to run a farm i we we wanted to set out that two people could still make it on a local farm right and everyone told us it was not possible and we have tried to experiment with it and it might not be possible it, it might not be but we're trying we're definitely trying but this next two weeks is we're not gonna sit here forever so we're gonna try for two more weeks or not, not even two more weeks. I don't want to put time on it. But, we, I mean, really, we got to weed and water. If we don't get that done in the next week, then, you know, our hand has been pretty much essentially played. Yeah. Which is sad to say. It is sad, but at the same time, like, that's why we need to work that much harder to make it happen. But, nonetheless, I'm super proud of us and what we've done so far. And the still the potential still, you know. we got to look at it half glass full. Or, yeah, half glass. Have it <laughs> glass half full because because otherwise I mean we might as well just throw the towel in now. So um, oh yeah, we're definitely looking at this as like you can still succeed, but this is like the moment like where one day you'll get interviewed and people will be like, well, what was the hardest moment? And it's gonna be like, well, there was like a there was like some hard times in the middle of July in 2019. <laughs> yes, and it really just comes down to watering and weeding. Mm-hmm. Like if we could just get Mother Nature to throw us a little bone with a little rain tonight would be amazing. Yep. I don't want to talk. I, I know it's a common theme on this about your local weather man oh. or weather woman. That and we're not we're not sexist here because I I hate both equally. <laughs> <laughs> and is complaining about the rain, but yeah, yeah we love I'm the sorry. Rain, Hate's a strong so. word. I know I know they're just trying to do their job and collect a paycheck, but my God, that's all right. I I can't be disappointed one more time with no rain when they say rain's coming. Yeah, no. And I'm sure you're not the only person that feels that way. No, guaranteed. You know? So, and I know they can't control it, but... Yes, they can. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. I swear. Oh, All right. Man. All right. Well, speaking of that and just about, you know, like, getting let down and what we face, 
as a couple wait a minute are we going into it now i mean i was thinking about about it all right let's jump into it so yeah i mean like we said at the beginning of the podcast we kind of wanted to talk about just like how our struggles are not necessarily the same as other people's struggles but yet we still face things that um that put us back and right now like trent said with the farm we're kind of at a crossroads because we're at such a crucial point with the farm that it's either we stay here and we stick it out and we try and make some money or we gotta move on you know sorry we had a little 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 malfunction on the thing (laughs) so my computer was trying to catch up as you can tell if you're not a if this is your first time listening we are definitely an off the cusp uh (laughs) we do not do any editing that's too hard so and that's one of the reasons we started this podcast and that's what the topic is tonight is like the pain of being a bum yeah i mean it's hard being a bum and when people say bum again our definition of bum is when you don't really know what to say but they're they look like they're doing all right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so uh we're at a big i would say in our whole life we've never been at more of a crossroads because i really think like we always have said that this was the year for the farm oh 100 percent. we've always said we're not doing anything more after this year yeah we've always said this is the final year well just for now it's not that it's not that we won't revisit in the future but it's just like do we have what it takes right now at our point in our lives to make this really happen it's not that it's can a farm be successful and is there a place for a farmer Mm -hmm. like without pesticides with just trying to do it right supported by the local community Mm -hmm. and um there's definitely a market there there's farms that do it absolutely and there are people who who are all about you know like supporting your small local farm and obviously with the whole csa or community supported agriculture farms people are all about that but uh without that model we're wondering will people still will will people still support you uh and that's kind of what we're doing this year is trying to figure that out and um, well we just wanted to see if we could do it you mm-hmm. know we wanted to see if there was support in our neighborhood if we could pull this off and um it's just kind of hard because like everyone always asks like, well, what's your plan if it doesn't work? And I guess that's what like we're currently going through that right now. Mm-hmm. Like if it doesn't work, I mean, our, what is our other plan if we want to have a family? Absolutely. Because we haven't we haven't bought into the nine to five job. No. Or I don't believe that the nine to five job is out there for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's either, especially for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my options would be like a factory worker and there's not many factories left. Yeah. You know? And I mean, also there is like another path. And so that's what Trent and I are trying to do. And uh, we have gotten a lot of support from people. And we also have had the ladder where we don't have a lot of support from other people. So it's just... Oh, we get both sides. Oh, one, yeah, yeah. oh, completely. We get... That's a whole part. I mean, that's why we did the social media. Like that's how the Bum diary started. The Bum diary started because there was uh, so many rumors going around about me and Janelle. And it was just kind of like, well, let's just push this. Because back then, Facebook had just launched Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Remember, they had just launched Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like Facebook sent you a little message. was just like, do a Facebook Live. Yeah, just for the heck of it. And we'll send it to everybody for good promotion. Mm-hmm. So we said, literally, all you got to do is push a little red button and go. You know, they made it so easy. So that's what we did. And ended up where we are today where our small page on facebook you know it has almost 800 followers or i think we have over 800 and it's just been a progression and over time we've gained these people and 
a lot of these people have been rooting for us. Yeah, and you're not a social. We're not social media people. So, the biggest gimmick out there, especially like the lady, the 41 year old lady who quit Wall Street, tried to live out of a van, and hated it, and said college is the option for everybody. That lady, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to talk. I, mean, I think that's a great path too. But what was I trying to say there? It's just that path. Confused. That path isn't for everybody. And um, when it comes to like social media and what you see on social media with with the van life and how glamorous it is and how she felt about the van life, like it isn't for everybody and it isn't. Well, as glamorous I think, and that's what I was. Uh, you, yeah, you caught me back up. That's what I was trying to say. Is uh, she really knocked social media? She was just like, oh, you know, all these people think that they're just going to post photos and get sponsors and, and live a life, blah blah blah. And I, we we want to make it very clear to everybody that has never been our our. We are not good. We are not those people. No. We are not big social media stars who want to be big social media stars who make money. That is the farthest thing. Everyone asks, oh, what do you want? Do you want to be? No. We did a Facebook Live because they said, push the little red button. Then everybody jumped to Instagram and everyone said, oh, you got to get on Instagram and get a thousand likes. And we were like the last to the, to the party. And it was just because when we did a Facebook post, Facebook wasn't giving it to anybody. It's like, oh, you have to get an Instagram. They're forcing you. So then we went to Instagram and then everyone's like, oh, well, now you got a little following on Instagram, but you don't have this many people. And I'm like, listen, it's not, that's not us. Like, we're not trying to make money on Instagram. You no. know what I mean? There's people who are way better. If you want to listen to a podcast about how to make money on social media, you know what I mean? There's a lot. I listen to some of them. There's a lot of people out there making a lot of money on social media, they say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We follow a lot of people who are sponsored by every company in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, then then that's why we do the podcast. Now everyone's like, oh, everyone's got a podcast, and it's like, man, we uh, we're always late. A, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't act like it. Don't act like oh, now you have a podcast. Don't act like that because we always late. But uh, we ain't trying to get no sponsors. This is just so our fans that have been following us since day one, asking us questions, can still listen because it's, it's just push a button and talk. Yes. So. <clears throat> absolutely and, and that's like, what yeah and yeah and and we like to keep people updated because because uh we just want people to know that it's possible like i guess i guess ultimately we just want for people to feel if they're feeling lost or if they feel like they don't have a way um we're here to show you that there is another way like there is an alternative and uh obviously when when you choose this path you don't get like maybe the stability or the certainty of, you know, maybe a five, nine to five job with a college degree, which, which is fine. You know, a lot of people choose that path and, and whatnot. But I think the most important thing for people to realize is that life isn't certain and your future is never certain. That's for damn sure. Like you see all the time on the news, people who have, you know, passed away way, way, way too young. And, um, you hear stories all the time and not to say that you should look at the world in that aspect, but at the same time, you just need to enjoy the life that you have, and you also need to remember to work hard toward whatever it is you're passionate about. So, um, for yeah, us, and I, and I, what? Well, I was just gonna say, like for us right now, it's just it's just traveling and having fun, and also trying to work hard to build something of our own. And if it doesn't work out, I feel like we're at that age where it's okay, and we can try something new. And people can always do that, no matter what stage of life. And um, I think another big thing too is. Uh, is the temptations in life. I think when we thought about what we're going to talk about this segment, a big part of it was there's a lot more want in the world than needs anymore. And I feel like me and Janelle are kind of based in a need, a need economy. Like we grow vegetables. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not like a t-shirt brand or a a fly fishing brand. You know what I mean? Like we grow vegetables, right? which is a need. And then the need market is not a big market right now. It's the want market. That's a big want. And, 
I think there's temptations in both paths. So like if you go to college and you get a job and you're doing very great, that's awesome. But I think, okay, if any, if anybody, I think anybody who works in an office who's crushing it, who got a college degree, who's just absolutely killing it, I think they all know somebody who, oh, they have the most expensive car and they're paying up the wazoo for it and they have the biggest building or the biggest house and they're paying up the wazoo and they're always trying to like, you know what I mean? And then like, oh, it's a really bad divorce. Oh, so lucky divorce. And I think there's like all these temptations out there and uh, we all know people like that. You know what I mean? And so it doesn't like it's not just our career path that has temptations too, because um, we all know people that go to college and crush it, and then we all know people that go to college and it's just like, whoa, you're living way outside your means. And it's the same way with me and Janelle. There's a lot of people that want to travel and everything, and they like the temptations of all this, and you can kind of you can kind of get sucked into a world um, where you don't ever progress. And so me and Janelle as a couple are trying to progress, but there's a lot of temptations. And right now those temptations are Montana traveling, fishing. But then it's like, well, if you want to have a family, you need to have a career, but there's all these temptations, you know, and me and Janelle are a subject to that just as much as anybody who, you know, buys a BMW and they can't afford it. It's like, we have those same temptations because there's things that we want that we can't afford, mm-hmm, exactly. which is a lot of big trips. And you know what I mean? But like you said, everything that we want, but we don't need. So I think that's really important for people to realize and, and uh, I think social media plays a huge part with comparing their lives to everybody else and kind of want like wanting that glamorous. Yeah, here lifestyle. here's another myth. Since we're busting some myths, I know we did a, just a, we just did a bust a myth uh, episode a couple episodes back. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. That was a fun episode. I think that was last week actually. That or shit not was, last that week, was shit was fun. Uh, busting myths. <laughs> we should do more busting myths. Yes. Let me bust the myths right now. If somebody says they are a social media expert, so if somebody comes to you and says. I know a lot about social media or, hey, the world's like this because of social media or the world's like that because of social media or Donald Trump's president because of social media. If they just keep saying, oh, because of social media, let me tell you something. That person has no idea because social media has only been around for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Nobody's an expert in it. Nobody understands it. But we understand like some of the consequences of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some of those are, are, there's a lot of temptation out there. Yes. Like a lot of temptation. And it, and it shows like... It exposes those temptations. Yeah. Way more. Good and bad. I mean, in every industry, there's good and bad. Right. And but it's but it's definitely about, you know, like, it's about finding your balance and weighing your options. Like, what do you need at this point in your life versus what do you want? Like, what, I guess, what kind of what kind of life do you want to create for yourself? Because yeah, you can go, you can go get a very nice car and you can have the biggest, most beautiful house, but like, do you need that? And ultimately, is it going to make you a happier individual or is it going to set you back in, you know, in the long run or eventually screw you? And that's what I, that thing, that's the biggest thing between want and need. Cause we've been watching a lot of these house shows, like house hunters. There's yes. a lot I want. Best show ever. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> I want. But I guess what's really sad is we watch like lottery winners and like somebody win a million dollars and buy a $600,000 house and they just came from like a one bedroom apartment with like eight kids. And it's so sad watching them because they buy this big $600,000 house. And like I understand like there's a want and a need. And if you got the money, like I, I got a good friend from high school. I hate him. I hate him. Oh, he, you love him though. I hate him. He making more money than I'll ever see. And he can buy a house, four bedroom house with three bathrooms and he's going to rip them all out and make a two bedroom house with one bathroom because that's the house he wants and he can do that everyone's like why are you going to lose so much money in that house it's like he don't care he has the money you know what i mean so there's you know what i mean but there's a big want but in this world we live in like it's like the want is a necessity right you see see what i'm trying to say like i'm not trying to get too deep here but it's like when i see a kitchen i see oh it's got a working stove and a working refrigerator that's a need but it's like almost like when people are buying a house nowadays, it's like they're like so focused on the budget and they're like, oh, I can't afford this. But it's just like they just prioritize their want. 
It's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and and, it's just like, and oh. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a matter of living within your means and doing what you can afford, you yeah. know, rather than rather than doing it because you want it for all like alternative pur- or alternate yeah. purposes. And since this so, podcast relates to us and me and Janelle right now, I think if, if you're listening and you're wondering what's going to happen next, I mean, if you're a longtime listener, this is probably the most pivotal moment of me and Janelle's life so far. Mm-hmm. And if you know what? Like I can't, I can't stress that enough right now. Like we are at a crossroads. Are we not? Major crossroads. No, <laughs> like I don't think people really understand. I don't, I don't think don't people, think like, we really understand yeah. how like serious this is, but, but a lot of people yeah. are like, well, what are you going to do next? And honestly, I can't give an answer because like sometimes I we think, don't know. Yeah. I think a big thing about the world is suicide. I just, it's the one thing I don't understand, but, uh, it's one of those things because like, you'll see like, uh, like how repeat like, Oh, I thought they were doing great. And then I guess they weren't doing great. Like that's what everyone always says. You know what I mean? And so me and Janelle are just trying to say like, we're not like, like we don't like people are never going to be like, Oh, I thought they were doing great. And now they're like, they're not together and like, they're not doing what they love. You know what I mean? That'll never happen with me and Janelle, you know? And mm-hmm. cause we're always going to talk about it. And that's what the whole point of this podcast is is talking about it you know like we're like everyone's like oh it looks like they're doing so great blah blah blah. they just sold some veggie boxes but like behind the scenes like this is behind the scenes like we are at a crossroads like our garden and the weeding and the watering i don't know if two people can do this and we could be making money out west and we could be stock i mean we could work for four or five years make up enough money save up and buy our own thing you know what i mean it's just it's like what do we what do we want to do mm-hmm. so uh, yeah i don't think i mean do you know Janelle, what no. you want to do i mean no like i mean we have two really great options we try to keep farming or we go somewhere we i mean realistically if you do the bartending game right in resorts five years five hundred thousand dollars is not far-fetched no and i'm talking cash after taxes you know half a million dollars in five years isn't far-fetched for two people bartending it isn't no i know people that have done that no and then you take that money to three hundred thousand, and you open up your own place and you go for it mm-hmm. but that's five years and then one big gamble we thought we could do the farm on 25 30k in a gamble so and not to say it's impossible but this is kind of the moment that we're at it's oh, like it's okay we, say t- that, we took the gamble yeah. this year and we're figuring it out slowly but surely but i feel like that's kind of everybody's life right like you go you gamble yeah. like life is just one big game i just don't know of trent can go to a job every day for five years like the goal would have to be pretty fantastic you know what i mean like the goal would have to be like boy i mean like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like janelle said like go coming back to the farm and being able to just snap your fingers and say fifty five thousand dollars for an irrigation system let's do it like done you know what i mean like no no, don't even think about it because i guarantee i'll make this back Right. And we just, we don't have that money right now, even for $500 in sprinklers, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of like with me and Janelle budget. Oh, isn't that what you want to talk about? A little bit about the budget? Well, yeah, a little bit just about learning how to, cause I think a lot of people nowadays, it's so easy with credit cards and whatnot to just, to just get whatever, you know, at that spur of the moment. But for us, um, especially since, you know, I've been with you, Trent, I think I've learned so much about how to manage my money better and how to figure out, again, going back to the needs and wants, what I need versus what I want. Because obviously, yeah, I want to go shopping every week and I want to get new clothes, but do I need those? No. But there are other things on the farm that we actually need. And there's stuff, there's other stuff that's more important, like the wedding, stuff that, stuff that yeah. you need to well, do Well, that's a big thing too, is like we, we our wedding, our wedding is going to be a huge issue going forward too on the podcast because we got to figure the wedding shit out. <laughs> well, that just is it, an, <laughs> is, it a, is it a need or a want? I mean, that, who who the hell knows? But what I'm trying to say is, uh, what was I trying to say? 
I don't know. We were just talking about just balancing and budget and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing too. So me and Janelle, you know, like when we talk about wants and needs, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, we never want to get to where we're paying for quarters for gas. Like we did our first year in the Key West together, mm-hmm. you know? So like, we feel like we need to have a safety nest. And then it's kind of like on the other edge of the store, we're kind of like, well, we want <laughs> that $10,000 trip to Argentina, which is a need right and so is it a need to have that money for a backup or it just it just and these are all questions yeah and so we're at the point now where it's like can we shake enough money on the farm to make it worthwhile for how much we put in because we we put in a ton of money we put in a ton of money a ton of time we've almost put in over everything yeah we've we've put in 60 percent of our life savings so far have gone into this farm and a lot of our time too you gotta remember oh, like God time damn. is valuable oh yeah okay if, you, if you're adding up time it's the middle of july yellowstone national park if me and janelle would have been working together in yellowstone right now in cash me and janelle would have 20 mi- minimum fifteen thousand. yeah minimum fifteen thousand in cash right now right we would have um and so, what we have right now is like a negative that plus all the time so we're like you know what i mean so can we get that back i don't know there should be a college for business like this. i know i know but really my though, god I mean, but that this is your million dollar but idea this is the point that we're at we are at that point where it's like was this worth it and will it be worth it so um when we talk about there being a crossroads this is this is the crossroads yeah so. we're not sure what's gonna happen so no. it's not like a crossroads where it's the world's over if it doesn't work out Mm-mm. but it is you know it puts time constraint on if you wanted to have a family Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, you can't. I, I just feel like you got to have a little financial stability to bring in kids nowadays. I 100% agree with that, and I think, I think a lot of people would agree with that and attest to that because it's a whole new day and age with, whole new with day bringing and age. in kids into the whole world new and, day and age. being able to provide. And you know, the the I don't want to say expectation, but if you don't believe me, go talk to any old factory worker. <laughs> Or any old teacher. Yeah. It's a whole new ball game. Whole new ball game. Even a doctor will tell you that shit. Like, we have friends that are doctors, and they even will say, it ain't what it was back in the 80s. No. Being a doctor. Nope. It's just a whole new world. And um, so I just feel like to bring in a kid right now and try to propel him to another 100 years down the road, it's going to be, I want to be able to set him up for success. Mm -hmm. Likewise. It's a tough world. It is a tough world. And it's it's ever-changing. So, who knows? Until we find, like, a another planet filled with trout streams <laughs> that's another thing you got to think about Clean too though slate. but seriously you got to think about that nowadays like we're going to space right yeah so let's let's prepare for the unknown like i just said okay let's prepare for the unknown what if they find a, a mo- like what if they find a planet filled with trout rivers and they say oh you gotta go but you're never like, gonna sign me up I'll yeah the but what if they were like go if, i will <laughs> but no not even that let's go deeper what if they're like man we can only send you there and you can never come back and you have to say goodbye to everybody and there's a giant planet filled with trout streams that i've never seen anybody you know what i mean if if we got to prepare for that so <laughs> that's another thing to take into consideration when you're thinking about our life path for me and janelle because i'm i'm going on that plane trip <laughs> like i'm not you know i wouldn't even have to say goodbye like if they said hey, you got to come right now oh my or gosh, just relax no, if, they sh- if somebody showed up with a gun to my face and was like here's a fishing rod do you want to go to this planet x we're leaving in 10 minutes you're never gonna see anybody again you can just leave a note well in that future i'll probably be able to leave, leave like a hologram but the point is i'd go what if i didn't go if i only had 10 minutes biggins i'm telling you it's a quick decision Dang. what am i supposed to do 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you loved me, what would you tell me to do? I'd tell you to go, but... So you're on record in 2019 saying I can go to some long planet with a whole bunch of trout if they ever find it. I don't want to put this on record (laughs) for the record. (laughs) Oh, where did that come from? I don't know what we were talking about. I don't know. You might have to, if somebody is just like skipping through this podcast to see if it ever gets good. (laughs) It it doesn't get any better. (laughs) (laughs) Never, ever. This podcast ain't for you. No. Alrighty, let's wrap it up. Uh, again, we don't uh, pay for the expensive guys, so we have no idea who's listening. So uh, please do subscribe. something. Subscribe. Yeah, we can see those people. Write a, write a five-star review. We don't need tell that. Us, tell us you love us. Don't even do right, that. Even, you know, write in the little comments. No, be like, no, just, oh, we love them so much. Heart. We I don't need appreciate that. that. I just, I, the only sad I can see is who subscribes. So to the three of y'all awesome <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate it to the 25 no, people actually i think we have more than that whatever to the 25 people Finally. that come up to me in the bar and say oh i listen to your podcast i'm like oh do you because i was looking at the three person subscriber list i can't yeah shout out to you guys um if you don't hit the subscribe button we know who you are now so yeah we might even start doing subscriber shout outs Ooh. so <gasps> maybe we should do like a little like giveaway or something no Okay. We tried that. We used to give away a ton of stuff. We used to give away a lot. We used to give Just away so hundred dollars. We used cash. to give away a hundred dollars. Why? People are like, "Oh, you guys aren't bums. You can give away hundred dollars." Like that was the worst advertising I've ever done. <laughs> like, let's give away a hundred dollars. I was like, "Why would we give a hundred dollars to Facebook? Well, we can just give it away. Everyone will share the shit, and then nobody shared it. If you you want to talk about playing the lottery, only like twenty eight people shared that, and I still gave away hundred bucks. You had like a one out of twenty eight chance to win a hundred dollars. That was like the best odds ever. Congratulations to your cousin. No, it was my cousin. It was my sister's best friend. Oh, yeah. I think. Crystal. Yeah, it was Crystal. Well, she got lucky. She did get lucky. She's like, I've never won anything. And then she won 100 bucks. Well, one out of 28, your odds are pretty damn good if you but suck. But still, that's so good. Dang, if someone was giving away $100 right now, I would definitely do that. Definitely. We're cool. I feel like that's really cool of us. Now we old. <laughs> Alrighty, let's now wrap we it up. Old. We have been right, waiting guys. for a new segment because, I mean, Janelle killed the GSD. I didn't. It's still in existence. It's just not as It's not cool. fun. It used, it used to be called Divorce Alley. I, just, no. I mean, who? You came up with that name. Divorce Alley was such a good segment. Oh, oh man. But anyways, it's gone. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Go back to the first episode if you want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. Uh, we don't know how we didn't think of the segment earlier. Uh, the Fishing Report fishing report guys let's do the fishing report real quick currently fishing report this is coming from michigan uh we're gonna do a fishing report on the rivers and the lakes the rivers janelle how would you how would you rank the muskegon river right now Mm, muskegon river slowing down it's hot getting hotter uh bikini hatch is fantastic bikini right now. hatch is unreal if you're looking for drunk rednecks in tubes smashing trees drinking beer getting arrested <laughs> This Definitely is, go check out the it's Michigan. it's it's get on the river. Don't even bring a fishing rod. Just get on and just wave at people. Join them. Yeah, have so fun. So the bikini hatch is doing great. Um, I got nothing else. I don't either. Bikini Ooh, hatch is doing yeah. great. The Muskegon's fishing real well. We went pan fishing for bluegill in the inland lakes the other night. Um, we did okay. We, we did we did okay. We did really well like a week ago. We did very well, and then and we do all top water by the way. With little flies, but we did really well last week, and then we went last night actually, and we did very okay. We, like, it wasn't if we're doing great, a fishing, if we're doing our fishing report, 
like it's not about us it's about the conditions so the lake was it was hard for us to fish but we watched something massive eat something massive remember that splash at the end of the night oh yeah something smashed something and there were some really great rises so i mean the fish were working so the fish were still active but they were only active for like the last hour sunset Mm-hmm. So like in the springtime, you have a long window to fish, a couple hours. Right now in the middle of summer, you really are either have to be on the on the water in the first hour or two or at the last hour at night. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the fishing report right now. If mm-hmm. you're going to go fishing, it better be an hour before sunset. Easily. Because it's not even worth it, I would man. say your it's time frame is like 7 p.m. being the earliest. Oh, like yeah. And don't even don't rush to be early. No, 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 no. Like, I would even almost say 8. 7.30. 7.30, 8 7.30. I'd start rushing around 7. If you're not on the water by 7.30, I'd start rushing a little bit. You better get it together. Yep. And then, um, yeah, it lasts till about like 9, 9 or so. Well, until it gets dark. Well, yeah. But that's the Ooh, only, that's, the, that's dark, the fishing report right when now. When it gets dark, it's a whole new game, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Dark, dark fishing is a whole dark new fishing. monster. Do, 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 do. Is that your send off? <laughs> yes, it sure is. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. For listening to the podcast. And we're back. We're, we're back to going weekly. Yeah, we won't go MIA we for another two weeks. We took a two-week two hiatus. I don't want to hear this shit on Facebook. You guys always disappear and suck. Well, well, that's And I see are. all the text messages. Uh, are you guys still doing the podcast, or does it suck like everything else you guys do? Uh, yeah, whoa. No, we're going to crush it from here on out. I'm just joking around. Haters are my motivators. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to sign Janelle up. They're doing a WZZM. Oh, that's our local news. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, they're miserable. But moving on. WZZM, local news, is doing a American Idol thing. It's uh, 75 people are singing, and if the winner gets to go to American Idol in L.A., and Janelle will not sign up. Yeah, because I don't because I don't sing. Yeah, she doesn't want to get famous of- and make a million dollars for me at school. For you, Whoa, that's we, why you want to sign me up. We have a partnership. If you got on American Idol, I'd be trying to marry you so quick because it'd be like one of those TV shows you see where, when they're talking about stars. It's like, I used to date her when she was famous, before could, she was if famous. If you could see the way I'm looking at Trent right now, I'm giving him death eyes. I'm giving him daggers. I'm saying you're better than me in this relationship, uh, and that I need you because um, of love. Don't forget it. <laughs> all right guys all righty we'll Thank- see you guys later yes you will adios amigos bye bye bye